This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. of Just a Tip, an advice podcast that's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Batoon, and today, to help me help you, I have two guests today. We have Heather Morris and Ava Bernstein-Mitchell from The Dance Room in the studio with us. Yes, on the same time. (laughs) We do that sometimes. We we do, yeah. (laughs) We, like, say the same word at the same time. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yes. Without even, like... Oh, yeah, it happens. We also found a picture where we were, like... Like in the same position at one point, we looked over at each other like, "Why are you doing this? <laughs> what sta- is like, happening?" What is happening? <laughs> but Hands it's not like hips. we've been close friends no. forever and ever. It's, it's just I don't know. since the podcast, we have like just wow welded together. <laughs> how, how did you guys initially meet through dance? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, probably I would take class with you at Millennium yeah. for a long time. Yep. Um, I think yeah, like thirteen years ago. I think we met that way. Yes. Not even like friends, just like meeting no, each other like, and hey, then slowly started working together mm-hmm. um, over the last couple of years, like just knew each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then when were you guys like, we should do a pod together? This one. <gasps> yeah. I, she approached me. Yeah. I looked and saw that there was really not very much like dance content for um, like a podcast space. And so um, I had asked her and a good friend of mine, Casey, I was like, hey, if you guys are interested, I would love to do this. And I pitched it out to Podcast One and everybody was on board. Um, and Ava stuck with it and was like, let's do this. So, yeah. 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 What's your favorite part about doing podcasts? I've always kind of wanted to do something like this. I went to school for communications and I love to talk people. to talk to people. I love words and obviously I love my community. So, I was like, let's do it. Yeah, I, we were working on a job and she was talking about all these podcasts mm-hmm. like she was listening to. And yeah, I'm like, I love oh, podcasts. Cool. She planted the seed. I'm like, oh, I yeah. Love, like I didn't that. Know that. Yeah, <laughs> you were like giving advice on podcasts that you listened to. Oh, and funny. you were giving oh, me advice. I was. I remember yeah. to Sophie. Actually, I remember. Okay. Yeah. And I was secretly nice. listening. Yeah. <laughs> In her notes up. Yeah. yeah like, I'm I like, ooh. Like, <laughs> That's I how things that. happen, though. Totally. People plant a seed and like months later, you realize it. You planted it. Look at that. Well, Some people don't do that. Yeah. It, it doesn't make it, it to fruition. Yeah. It's cool to know that anything can be a seed, too. Yeah. Like, especially when right. people are like, wow, this is taking so long and, like, my process is so slow. It's like, well, you might be planting seeds, like, every couple days mm-hmm. that might not come to fruition for another year or so. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you never really know. Or a couple years later, like, maybe you didn't see somebody, like, for five years and then they yeah. see you and they're like, right. I remember yes. you said something about this. Do you want to still do that? And you're like, uh, sure. 
Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Sure, I guess. I love getting into anything by that. Sure, I guess. (laughs) You guys may know Heather and Ava from their incredible dance careers or their podcast, The Dance Room. But we'll we'll get into how you started dancing and all of the the wondrous jobs you've done. But before that, I want to get to know you guys a little bit more with a game called Bursa Firsts. It's one round of rapid-fire questions, everything from your first job to the first time you cried in public, etc. Oh, my God. That's yes. the most vulnerable one. i this game. I'm excited. Nice. I'm not good at it, though. I feel like the tables are definitely turned because when we ask questions, people oh. are like, oh, my God, I should have known I these questions about beforehand it. Yeah. so I could think about it. Yep. Right. Oh, God. No, it's better we when are. you can't. Yeah. Um, whenever I yell stop, you have to either explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. Okay. And since there's two of you, you can you can either go back and forth or you, each, you can someone can pass, pass. and the other person does it whatever you'd like however okay. you want to divvy it up nice okay excited we go what was your first job um dancing you know? for shaka khan nice we women's convention choreographed by debbie allen and dave scott <laughs> oh my Jeez. god of course that was a job that's great <laughs> yeah that's what was mine i don't remember it was something in la um i i don't know what sticks out i remember i did work at a pizza restaurant on Sunset Boulevard. Amazing. I've never had a regular job. Only dance job. (laughs) So fascinating. Can't wait to get into that. First cell phone. Ooh. Ooh, a Verizon flip phone. It was like a thick black one and like the bottom flipped out. Yes, I remember that too. I don't know what it was. I was in seventh grade and I remember the flip bottom and then like the pole top. Yes, yeah. I loved it so much. I did too. (laughs) Okay, and yours. Yeah, that was the same thing. I don't know. I was in seventh grade. I don't know what the name of it was, but that was, it was everything. First pet. I grew up with dogs. I always had, I had like a sharp hay growing up. You know, those like really wrinkly mm-hmm. dogs. Um, I did not know that was a breed. I thought that was just from <laughs> High School Musical. <laughs> Truly, until this moment. Really? I was today years old. Yes. I was today years old. <laughs> sharp hay. Yeah, mine was a cat named SP. Because she was Cute. black and white, salt and pepper. Yeah. Cute. Oh, we did have, um, we did have a, a bird named Bird as well. <laughs> I love that. I love the creative oh liberty. He flew into our backyard. He was a parakeet. Bird. We caught him and we kept him. His name was Bird. That's amazing. Love that. <laughs> yeah. First kiss location. Ugh. High school parking lot. Ugh, that's gross too. Um, yeah, like a seventh grade party in the basement. Mm. Like basement. Out. Everybody work. was making out in the same room. <laughs> A group activity, but right. it was like, oh my god! Everybody's going to go in this room and make. Oh my god! So weird. That, that is weird. so weird. The still yeah. thinking about it, I'm like, God, what were you thinking when you yes. were that age? Oh my god! Wait, I want to stop this just okay. to ask, because <laughs> had you ever made out before? Never. And so, and what, was everybody on the same page of like, we're all really scared? Yeah. I don't know. And I know, well, a lot of my close friends were like cool with that stuff. Like they had already kissed people. They had boyfriends for a long time and they were like open to it. Yeah. Which I think about now and it's very personal, but I actually know a couple of them were gay. So maybe they were like, I don't care. Like I I don't like guys. They didn't (laughs) know that then. But but for me, it was, um, I I was dating him at the time. And so we went into the room together knowing that we were going to make out. Oh man. And it was a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. I feel like I didn't even enjoy it because I was so like nervous and was like anticipating that we were going to kiss. Yeah. 
have you ever been on those like wiki how pages of like how to kiss or how no. to like no so so if you get like a stain in your shirt or something how to get wine out of my pillowcase or yeah. something yeah and it has like little pictures nine steps to get it out and it's like try dungeons so try this try that yeah. they have those for like how to how to confront someone? How to kiss someone? How to like tell a lie? Like they oh have gosh. these, yeah, like pictures, up. infographics of how to do this. I'm surprised it's not on YouTube. Like people oh, doing sure. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, videos of how to of the how tos. What's the? This is a very weird question, but on the heels of that, how if you had to give like three tips on how to make out with someone that's never made out with someone before, say like a seventh Ooh. grader, your seventh grade self or something. What advice would you give to them now? Like three things that you can do with anybody to make out that would make it delightful. Three things. (laughs) 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 Change her position. Yes. First of all, oh man. Um, A seventh grader, I wouldn't even recommend to them, honestly. That's what I'm thinking. I was in high school when I had my first kiss. Oh, good. But you were smart. I was also, yeah, I was ninth grade. I would say less tongue to begin with. Okay, that would be for my first sure. Tip. Okay. That would be my first tip. Because it's a little aggressive when you don't know what you're doing. So you mean, you think you have to put tongue yeah, into you, it, yeah. but really you don't. You don't have to go You really don't. Wait there. until you're ready. Yeah. Almost like push it too far because then maybe it, like it'll be exciting when you do use your tongue. Right. Yes, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. Weird, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, less That's tongue. One. Less tongue. Less okay. tongue. My, yeah, mine saying don't do it in seventh grade. If you're not ready and you're nervous, like don't yeah. do it. Get out of the basement. Get, Get out, out of the basement. It's <laughs> a scary movie. Get out of the basement. Get out of the basement. Um, third what one. Else? Make sure it's with somebody you want to do it with, meaning yes. like a friend. Or Somebody like that you want to comfort, comfortable Look into with. their eyes for a long time you beforehand, know, I yeah. think. Because like you really want to be able to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh, that's fun. Like having a best friend and being yeah. like, do you want to try this you do and this? practice? I know. I kind of always I envy like people you. that Let's have talked this. about that They're when they're saying like, oh, I did it with my best friend because we didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, Damn, right. that sounds oh, I do that. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun. <laughs> Making out is super fun. Oh, gosh. That was, <laughs> it's oh. been a long time, but it is fun. Oh, no. Okay, moving on. <laughs> First major purchase. Um... I think mine was a, um, oh, a car. <laughs> a car. That is major. That was my first major yeah. purchase. My first car. Nice. Yep. I would say my car or a condo. A condo is a big deal when you're, yeah. yeah. That was probably my like my big purchase. Buying nice. a condo. Huge. First choice in a karaoke book. Oh, we've done this. Mine's no diggity. Nice. I didn't have one. <gasps> I know. Oh, it, it got silent. <laughs> <laughs> the music was like, she's mm. like, wait, I'm ready for you. <laughs> Even the music was like flat hiding. Done. I know. I don't know. Pass? Pass. Okay, okay. we pass. First internet screen name. <gasps> Dancer Diva J. Yes. <laughs> I can't give mine away because it's still my email. <laughs> <laughs> That's telling. That. I love Isn't that. Isn't that crazy? First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone. They're busy. They got life things. Oh, nice. Hello. <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> first celebrity I know that's crush. True. Oh, first celebrity crush. Gosh. Um, I want to say, oh, and I can't think of his name. Not Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but there was another guy that was a now and then, um, a white guy, and he was also in, what's the movie about the ghost? 
and Casper. Casper. Oh, he was like the real oh. life Casper kid. Oh, I don't know, but mm-hmm. yes, I, <laughs> but I was just so envious when he got to kiss that girl in the movie. Oh, I think mine was Jet Jackson. Cute. Oh, nice. <laughs> I yeah. definitely had a crush on Jet Jackson. <laughs> First concert. Earth, Wind, and Fire in Las Vegas with nice. my parents. Wow. Yes. Oh, I'll that's special. <laughs> yeah. That's super special. Mine was Janet Jackson. <gasps> wow. And I was like seven because Work. I was with my mom and my sisters wanted to go. And so I got tagged along. But that's I obviously, some Janet prime time right, right? there. Yeah. I mean, I was too little. I didn't really. Right. But watch. You can say it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like her dirty tour, too. I think it was right. like Velvet uh, Rope. I mean, when ooh, she was that's what I'm saying. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. <gasps> First scar. Um, mm, my lip. And I still have it. I fell off the, uh, ha- uh, the bars at school on the playground. So I have like a slice in my. That's a good question. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, mine would be, I don't, I don't really, I didn't really get a lot of scars growing up. We were fishing when I was like in third grade or something with some friends, and I got fished by a fishing hook on my hand. Oof. It was my first oh, scar. Same. Oh, yeah. So someone's oh, like yeah. casting and then wow. yanked you. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Mine was on my foot. That's <gasps> crazy. Oh, that was yeah. your first one too. I don't think it was my first one. It was, but it was one of my most memorable. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because you're scared. Well, you're like, oh my god, I'm stuck too. Oh, right. Oh, oh my oh. god. First thing you do when you like someone, or you meet someone that you like, it doesn't need to be romantic. Like romantic, just liking, or or just like, oh, that's a cool person. Yeah. Well, but romantic would be. I talk to him. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Engage in friendly conversation. Yeah, I would say that's the same thing. Healthy. That's very healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so many I, people. Like, I think I used to get really awkward and weird and like yeah. try and be fun, but now I'm like. Yeah. You know what? If I'm going to be me, like that's how we're going to make this relationship work for a totally. long time. Otherwise, you can ruin it by just like, yeah. I don't know, being stupid, I guess. <laughs> I know. I always, I'm the worst person when I'm trying to be funny or trying mm, to be cute. It's I like, know. ah, God, stop trying yeah. so hard. Yeah, because then when you hang out with them at another time, you're not that person all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to love you for you no matter what. Right. Should have told my younger self that. <laughs> <laughs> First show you binge watched. Grey's Anatomy. Ooh. Back in the day. Mm, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. I don't remember. I've seen too much. <laughs> I've seen, too, I've seen much. too much. I've seen too much. <laughs> First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. Oh, my kid's sick. Ooh, that's good one. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I don't know that it... I'm not feeling... I'm, I don't know. I'm too tired. Honestly, it's the truth. Yes. I'm too tired. That, yeah, that's not an <laughs> excuse. I'm, that. I'm too tired, yeah. <laughs> Like that. And lastly, the first time you cried in public. I cried, so That's, I I mean yeah, insignificant. I, think mine would I was be a child. Like, <laughs> so I don't think I'd remember that. I think I cried yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I still cry a lot. I do too. Mm-hmm. I'm okay oh, to cry. Yeah. Crying is the best thing. Cathartic. In the world. Oh like, my god. Yeah. It feels so good. Especially oh, yeah. as an empath. Like I feel everybody's mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like, oh my god, this is like a draining weight. It's a lot. Yeah. It's good to hear because I'm the same way. But yeah. lately, I, I heard your podcast that you had a bit on your Instagram about, about um, crying about crying and how mm-hmm. good it is for you. I'm like, yes, yes mm-hmm. finally somebody gets it. Oh, my God. It's the best. I don't think people are talking about it enough. I think that's why I always <laughs> yeah. bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to cry with me here? Totally. I remember being in my bunk on tour watching Grey's Anatomy on my computer and crying, oh. like full tears because this episode was just. Oh, yeah. 
And I just was like, I'm That's really in here crying. Yeah. Yeah. I really am <laughs> really here by myself crying. Yeah. I was on a flight the other day and I was next to my friend and I was watching like a not very good movie. It was just, it was fine. Mm-hmm. But like I was full blown <laughs> tears. I had like a blanket and I was like, right. do you ever watch other people's TV screens yes. on a flight and cry too? Yes. I do. <laughs> be in their business looking over to the left. And I'm, I'm crying like, oh. because I'm watching their movie. It is. Just, <laughs> you yeah. like no context, like, but you're yeah. just like, I, I can't hear a word of what What's happening? But you're like, I'm I actually in it. recommended a movie once to Taylor, my husband, because I watched it on somebody else's screen, and then we watched it, and it was nothing, <laughs> nothing. of what I thought it was going to be. You had your whole narrative my of what own the movie narrative. was. I love that. That's that's kind of a funny bit watching a movie it in is. silence and then oh, trying to yeah. come up with what the plot is, what the storyline is, and then at the very end you finally see what it is, and, and you're, you're like, like, oh, oh, that's that's not what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> shut it off. Done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. Have you ever? This is kind of a weird question, but I think it will work for you guys. But have you ever like recorded? your choreography and then played other music on top of it to see if it like went better. Oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Do you? I think yes. I've done the one. Nice. Because yeah. like sometimes I'll just be like, oh, I don't like this. And then I'll just play a different song on top of it and go, actually, that's cool. And then yeah. I'll just like take some of those moves and like re-choreograph to a different song. Oh, yeah. that's major. I haven't, I haven't done, done that, that in a long far, time. But that was, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. This is cool to see. Or like you you make up like an eight count and then try to do it with a bunch of different songs. Oh, yeah. I do like, that. Where sure. you can yeah, uh-huh. I'll find a group that I'm like, this is great. And then I turn on the song like this isn't the song I want yeah you change I it. actually it intentionally cool. choreograph like that for kids um I just make moves so that it can go to any song oh yeah, yeah. that's easy yeah oh that's great yeah. life lessons life yeah. hacks with <laughs> Ava <Yes>. Bernstein <laughs> Mitchell speaking of hacks and about tour bunks tell people about tour life because I feel like so many people it, have no idea like what it really is and I've yeah. been on like one weekend so like I don't have any idea too so tell us and me like what it's like what's the best parts about it what do you what would you change what notes do you have for tour life oh. tour life is this. not real life that is first and foremost great because you get to first you, bit. yeah you get to feel <laughs> like you're in this bubble and like this world and you're People not. will be texting you. You're not in the you're same not, life as yeah. you were at home. And it actually takes adjustment getting used to yes. when you go home. When it takes home. a good w- week or two to feel normal again. Yeah. Because you're just with the same people all the time. You're on the bus. You have a whole different schedule. It's like your whole life goes away, it seems like. Yeah. Back home. It's really fun. It's also very tiring because people think traveling is glamorous. Yeah. But it's exhausting, mm. especially when you're going by plane as well. But, um, I think more so, like, it's fun. It's fun. It's a lot of camaraderie. Um, and I would say advice for management is don't, like, d- always pay for hotel rooms when you land in a city because Ooh. it's the worst when you have to sleep on the bus and then you get to a city and you're parked outside of the venue because this happens. Yeah. You don't get, like, a hotel room for some productions. Right. Um, you have to yeah. sleep on your bus before you go do your job on stage and look pretty and like cool yeah. for yeah. whoever and then shower you a lot of people have to shower in the the venue right. downstairs where it's like dirty and gross and you have to wear like booties you have yeah, to go yeah. buy your own booties at the CVS store mm-hmm. and then go back on your bus and you don't have like a place to go decompress yes right i've 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 had the best of both worlds so my first tour was Justin Timberlake they treated us like yeah. royalty we always had a room I don't care if we were only in the city for a few hours before we had to go to the venue we had our keys right after we got on the bus yeah. we got to the hotel single rooms boom right after I finished that tour for a whole year I went to another tour it was real bootleg <laughs> and we were like 13 to a bus 
and we didn't get hotel rooms. If we did get a hotel room, it was a shared so you could shower. Yeah. That was it. Otherwise, you're sleeping on the bunk and you're chilling in and the venue. And you have to sign off too that on like sharing. Brutal. And you sometimes yeah. like when you're in a position where you really need money, like you say yes because yeah. you're like, okay, And that's well. the non-glamorous part of it is like sometimes you don't get to the hotel rooms that you would like. Yeah. You just have to be ready for whatever yeah. the camp is providing. <laughs> I, when we were on tour with an artist, we were overseas. And so we had a private jet. Jeez. But yeah, geez. Cool. <laughs> yes. But it was like groups. There was like a group. Oh, oh there is a party, B party, C party. C party, yes, which is, is normal. But we were the dancers. So we were in the C party and right. oh, really? they had spacious, nice first class seats in the front and then it got smaller. <laughs> and then the very back, it no. was even worse than a regular flight. Like you're it in was the like suitcase. We were, it was oh. like we were in the suitcase. Oh. Like we couldn't oh. recline. We were like, it was smaller space than usual. So It'd I was like, like that. dang you yep. crazy because you're the ones that are needing to use your body you. the most. <laughs> Why? Look. That Why? makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. No. Yeah. Well, certain artists, Treat dancers very well. Others, you, or they you, just don't even know. know. Yeah. Maybe they don't even know that's going to happen until they got there, and yeah. then they're like, "Shit, now I'm responsible for all these people." Yes. And I know that must be really hectic for them too. But yeah, yeah. but yeah. the funnest part is, I think, the bus. I've yeah. only yeah. been on like a, a, I've been on a couple, but mm-hmm. we were just talking with Ashley Everett, like being in the back of the bus, yeah. like watching movies all night, smoking weed, like yeah. drinking. You get a, to make a rider, so you tell them what you want on the bus. By the time the show's over. They've like put all the goodies oh, on the bus so and great. you're good. You're stocked up. Yeah, you can play some games in the back. Like when you're super young, you're yeah. having fun and you're like. There's a lot of partying that happens silly. on tour too. Yeah. I bet. You know, it's fun. It's like it's reality TV. It is. The it is like reality TV. It really the is. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. about when you're, because you're traveling to all these different cities, mm-hmm. but like how do you have your own routine? Like Mm-mm. what if you. <laughs> no. Routine. No. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Like what if, like what if you need to meditate or run or well, work out? Well, you I guess can. you're working out. Once you get to your city, like if you have days off, then you can kind of like acclimate and like take your time to do what you need to do. Yeah, so you can do that. I was on a tour recently, yeah. and it's not a secret. I was did the Dancing with the Stars tour, mm-hmm. and everybody was doing stuff like that. Yeah. Like, everybody had routines, and it was a little bit more of mature of yeah. a tour, and so it wasn't the same type of feeling that right. I had on, like, a younger tour. It was, like, right. mature. Nobody drank after the t- the show because mm-hmm. they had a busy day the next day. Right. And it was, like, really adult. You know what? Lies. When we, we, there, we got to a point where we did have to have a routine because we were all trying to get in shape for this, like, uh, special that mm-hmm, was going to be filmed. Mm-hmm. And so after the show, it was only, Cute. like, salads and protein. And then when we got to um, the next city, it was like we worked out in the morning. You know, it was like get up 9 o'clock in the gym, you know, and you had that kind of regiment. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do have to set that for yourself. Otherwise, yeah. you'll just live frivolously. And yeah. like, oh, I'll yeah. go around the town Everybody's today. crazy. Yeah. Right. The bunks, too, you can probably sleep until 2 p.m. because they're so dark. Mm -hmm. So, like, how do you, I guess, have a real life when the life is on the bus and you don't really know what time or day it is? Yeah, it's like a black hole. Mm -hmm. It's like a black hole. You, like, wake up in your bunk, 2 o'clock. You're like, cool, I can just go walk in the venue now. Yeah, because sometimes (laughs) you'll you'll arrive in a a city at, like, 2 p.m. Other times you'll arrive in the 7 a.m. And you just kind of have to go... Yeah, based with whatever. Off of, with whatever. You're like, well. Yeah, your drive could be like six hours yeah, or your drive could be like. 12 hours yeah. sometimes. You know. You just, so every day is different. Every wow. day. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. 
It's like Groundhog's Day, I guess. Totally. Mm-hmm. Do you ever get bored doing the same choreography or is it just, it's fun because you're not thinking about it and you can start just like, or have you ever like been on stage thinking about something else because you know the <laughs> choreography so well? Wow. I don't think I could because I, don't, I think yeah. I fall off stage or hurt someone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I got, I've gotten bored. Yeah. You know? I don't think I ever did either. No, it's oh, exciting. so great. The new places and the, you know, new faces. And then you kind of like conceptualize your own um, way to approach a show sometimes, like, we'll be like, you guys, tonight we're going to be cats. Oh, cool. So find a way to put, like, a cat yeah, move in there I remember or whatever. That. Like, we'll do stupid stuff like that, you oh, know. Oh, that's so Or you fun. just start, so. like, hanging out with people on stage. Yeah. Like, making eye contact, mm-hmm. being stupid. Like, there's always room to be free. Yeah. So it oh, makes it really fun. unique, each show. That's really fun. Yep. Before you booked your first tour, <laughs> how was the process of auditioning and knowing what the stakes were of like of a tour? Because that's when people start, when people move out here to LA to book jobs, it's mm-hmm. like the tour is like the top of it. It's yeah. like TV, movies, tour, I think kind of all, all up there. So when you're auditioning for that, how do you calm your nerves so that you can be the best you and not like put too much weight on what, what you could have? Look, auditioning takes practice in itself. Um, and also having um, confidence in who you are and, and in what you're doing. Um, I have a great story because my first audition for a tour was um, I wasn't even invited to the audition. I crashed it. I crashed it knowing because I knew in my soul, I felt like God told me, like, this was my job. Yeah. I was like, I'm supposed to be there. You know, my agent was like, well, if you go, don't tell them we sent you. And I was like, well, I'm going. <laughs> and I went. And I booked that thing. I was the yes. only one from the audition who booked that tour. Um, otherwise, everybody else had already like, kind of been chosen or whatever. But, yeah, I just, I guess I say that because you just have to know what's for you. And if it's not, that's fine, too. I feel like but, that's a really special yeah. quality. Because even if I say that out loud now, for me, I still don't get what I mm. want. I'm like, this is, I know it's mine. Yeah. Yeah. I know it is. But I just don't get it. Because right. I'm just not the special. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you, you. I mean, you have to kind of go with it, too. If you feel like it's yours and it didn't end up being, just know it was meant I think something else was supposed to happen. I think you were on to, like, what you were saying. Auditioning is, like, it takes it, practice. It takes practice. You have to do it a lot. And you know you're not going to get those first, like, 10 or 12 jobs yeah. until you're used to auditioning. And then, two, it takes maturity. I, I kind of, like, started later going into auditions like it was class, where you're like, I'm just going to go dance. Let me do yeah, me. You right, know? it was a free class. I wasn't a very, I don't know if you were like this, Heather. Um, I didn't do antics. I wasn't that auditioner. I just was like... I'm good. I'm going to do the choreography, show them what I got. But I didn't like go up to the table and like flip that, things. And Oh, my God. Oh, no. That yeah. I was too scared crazy. to go up there because yeah, I, I, you don't know, like you don't know who's who yeah. and who hates it and who doesn't. Exactly. But I would definitely always do like a jump split to the ground. Well, for sure. Using nice. your talent. Using but. your talent. <laughs> an aerial maybe. You know. Whipping yeah. your hair. Mm-hmm. Something All like that. All the things. But yeah. Now I'm more introverted about it, but. I think my I think my struggle with like what you're saying in the beginning is more so with like acting like how do I go in there and be myself yeah and then like be a character because sometimes a character can really feel like me Mm -hmm. and I'm like I feel so comfortable but then I skit in my head and I second guess myself like oh are they looking for a character and like how do I go in and say hi to the casting director and be myself and comfortable and then like turn into somebody else like that that's where I like the lines are blurred and I get really confused in like casting rooms I got one of the best pieces of advice was like for dance auditions is like don't watch the other dancers before you perform mm. because it can psych you out. I know some people like to watch, I do. but it, for I me it was me for, for me it was better because you hear like woo 
and you're like, what did they do? I know. And then you're like, I'm going to go out there and try to do something magical. Yeah. And it's not you. You just do you. Go in the corner, do your thing, boom, boom, and then go out. You know, it really helped me. Yeah. I I stand by that advice for myself. I think I heard something the other day, which goes for, I think, dance, acting, or just like being a person in general Mm -hmm. uh, with other people. It. I don't know where it's from and I feel so bad because like <laughs> I, I told a friend of mine and she was like can you tell me where you got it because I like want to credit that person I'm like oh yeah I would love to credit them too uh, I don't know who said yeah. it but it was the room is better with me in it Oof. so like if you're ever yeah. feeling like you're not worth it or like you're not good enough yeah. if you just tell yourself like this room is better because I'm here. I've said that to myself when I'm feeling really like insecure and my shoulders go up I, my posture straightens and then that. I'm just instantly like I'm here and I'm present and I'm good enough and all that I am is here. I love that. I love that yeah. mantra. I really do. Yeah. I wish I know who said it. Uh, <laughs> well, Google. Lena Blackburn does that. She like does her mantras and she's like, she's my body is yeah. beautiful. My body. And I'm like, ah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. I don't talk to myself enough, apparently. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I know. My yeah. mantras are good. We should, we'll get a mantra uh, we should all pick mantras maybe yeah. after the break. Pick our mantra. I would love that. <laughs> pick your mantra. That would be so cute. On that note, we're going to take a little break while Heather and Ava give us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram. And we'll be right back with or without our mantras. <laughs> <laughs> CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we're back. We don't have our mantras, but we did put our names through a Wu-Tang generator. Yes, we did. What are all of our names? We're inspired by Childish Gambino. Yes. We want to be like him. I, Heather Morris, will be forever known as Arrogant Ambassador, according to... I mean, right. <laughs> I, Ava Bernstein Mitchell, am Respected Dominator. Yes. Woo, come on. Come on. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. I'm Megan Batune. From this day forward, I will be known as Midnight Contender, which, like, I'm never up by midnight. So, right. like, not going to work out. Yes. Yeah, but maybe that's, like, your your sly superhero you know. time. Like, right. when you yeah. turn into midnight. Yeah, it's like. Contender. Contender. <laughs> it's like anti-Cinderella. Like, yes. I don't 
turned right, into right, right, anti-Cinderella, right. <laughs> or like the reverse. And Clementine's was uh, Gentleman Demon. Like. Which, yes. Which is a, a, it's porn, a porn name. name. <laughs> <laughs> Wu-Tang porn name. Yeah. The same thing. Wu-Tang porn name. Yes. <laughs> okay, so let's take a question from someone that wrote in as I'm excited for that. I love questions. Yeah, I'm excited too. Bulky Ballerina. Ooh. Bul- I want to see her. Bulky Ballerina. Bulky Ballerina. Sounds Here we go. Fun. Hey, Megan. I'm a 21 years old dancer. I've been doing that for 18 years now. Oh, I'm 5'8 wow. and 170 pounds. I'm really muscular. Some could say that I'm bulky. And uh, my dance squad is only composed of one type of girl. That really pretty, thin, elegant, long and blonde haired girl. I have a huge problem with my self-esteem and the way that I look. I'm a Chinese-Canadian mix, so I do not sit with them at all. My dance teacher often puts me in the back of the choreographies because I'm the tallest, and I'm always the one lifting people up because I'm the strongest. So do you have any tips on how to help me with me feeling bad about my body, or even how to distinguish me from the rest of these perfect Insta baddies? Thanks <laughs> in advance, lots of love and admiration. Bulky Ballerina. Oh, I love Insta baddies in there. Yes. Um, wow, okay. Have you, when you guys grew up, were you in a similar position as this? Like, absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. How did I'm you? I'm a thick girl. I'm a thick black girl. Same. Well, yeah. all the way same. <laughs> yeah. Same, so, same. I mean, you're already, I want to tell her you are already, already distinguished because you are different. Exactly. And that's, you are needed. You are necessary. And you should feel wonderful because you're not like everybody else. That's the glory of it. That's the, that's the awesomeness about it. And you just need to embrace that. That being different is awesome. I want to yeah. know, are they giving her a hard time? Like, is she, are they making her feel less than right. she that should? That would be different. Because if that's the circumstance, like, get out of that, that part. place. If that's, yeah. It's going to make position. you feel worse than you already feel. Like, don't be somewhere where people aren't going to yeah. make you feel as good as you should because you deserve the best of the best because like, we can tell you're a great human. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like, it's funny because it sounds like she's complimenting herself, but yeah, yeah. she's feeling bad about it because she's right. like, she's the strongest. I'm, I'm strongest, so I'm lifting people. I'm in the back because I'm tallest. I'm like... Yes. Yeah, girl. Like, take up the space you need. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good thing. You know, I would just say embrace your differences. I think so, too. I think it's hard when you're in high school, especially. Yeah. Because around a bunch of people that don't look like you, like, it it, it does feel like you don't belong. But something I always say is, like, fitting in isn't belonging. Mm -hmm. Like, we all need to belong. Mm -hmm. And that's just being around good people and good communities. But fitting in, like, do you want to fit in with these people? Right. Yeah. Like, do you want to set yourself to a standard that you don't feel like it's you? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't sound like a fun time to me. I'd rather quit that not quit but say thank you so much I think I'm going to try a different opportunity and do like I don't know um like drill team or I don't something Mm -hmm. that just would make you feel better about yourself or something that would like push you to you know see it a different way yes yeah it will get better it will get better if you want to stick it out man like yeah I think I think you'll appreciate your uniqueness later in life if not now but try to find it now because you are special or I, like, sorry, no, you can go. <laughs> go for it, go You for go, it. you go. <laughs> I was just going to say, when I was auditioning the most in my career, it was before like being thick was popular. It was before yes. like, like, yeah. I think like the rise Same. of JLo's like mm-hmm. third wave of her career. is like, oh, now like thick girls are getting it. But like before then I would never be booked because right. I was not tiny. Yeah. 
and I, it was just uh, so much harder. And so then I, I mean, that's why I kind of like started doing my own thing that wasn't mm. like based off of auditioning. Cause okay. it's like, these people don't like my body. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'm not a good dancer. Okay. Okay. Do right. Some, I'm to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I think now people love strong, tall, yes. thick bodies. Janelle. You're in girl. And, and Jade. Yeah. Jeanette, like these girls are like, yes, they make me feel good if I am not like I always think I need to be skinny and I need yeah. to look a certain way, but like I don't, girl, I don't need to do yeah. that. Right? Like I'm a mom, I don't have time to do that. Hey, <laughs> find somebody who inspires you, who is uh, kind of of your stature or yeah. you know unique in their own way, and see Watch how them. they're thriving. See their magic. See, yeah, see their magic, and and maybe that'll inspire you to do the same. Just for me, that's what I do when I'm mm-hmm. feeling like, oh God, I need to go to the gym. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think, it. No, that's it. <laughs> I, I did the same exact thing. I remember like in, when I first started dancing, I, I knew that I wasn't as thin as all these other girls. And I remember watching Sophie mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that, she kind of looks like me, like this dark featured, yep. like thicker yeah. girl, but she's like still like toned right. and great. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, that, that's yeah. a good, healthy, like body type to look up yes. to. Absolutely. So yeah, Absolutely. I think that like get yourself away from what's traditionally known as perfect mm-hmm. in like the pinnacle of beauty of like these photoshopped tiny magazine style girls unless that's your body type and right. that's something that's like natural for you yeah and don't like, like train your brain to fi- like dive into watching these people and not just like look at what's there this blonde girl that's not you and yeah. think that that's it like <laughs> right train yourself to think the way you should be thinking yeah so many years I've been like battling with my thighs and it's been like a huge thing and I went to a Lizzo concert with one of my friends yes and Lizzo yes. was like where are my thick bitches at and I'm like I'm ah! a thick bitch <laughs> <laughs> my friend turned around and she was like almost tears in her eyes and she was like that's the first time I've heard you like embrace your body oh, I love and I was that. like oh my god that's your friend cute. sounds like a great friend she's yeah. incredible and so that's was awesome. Lizzo I do this every day I'm like let's turn on some music like, let's hang out. And I'm like, yes, like, I don't got to be thin and skinny all the yes. time. Yes. <laughs> I think dancing in front of a mirror and feeling good about yourself yeah. and telling yourself that you're hot. Like, oh my God. Really no, but seriously, like I can look at myself in the mirror naked and yeah. be like, God, I look great. Amazing. And then I go around other girls that are like a twig and mm-hmm. I'm like, God, I just don't feel so good. Like, right. I know Aww. I'm not, but I, then I, I think about that in those moments, which is a, such a weird thing to think about, mm-hmm. but I'm like, always remember when I'm naked in front of the mirror and I yes. take a selfie and I love it and it's great. I'm not going to show it to anybody. <laughs> I love it. Keep just progress photos. photos. It's for me. It's progress photos. Yes. <laughs> but I think about those times when I you wish I was remember skinnier. those. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it feels so good to like be okay with with mm-hmm. how you look. And I think I read an article somewhere that was like the neural pathways in your brain. If you tell yourself you're ugly or if you tell yourself yeah. you're fat, yes, girl. then you are blocking a bunch of receptors that won't allow you to kind of like fluctuate and like remove your toxins so that you'll hold on to all this weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you just like continual, mm-hmm. right. continually say negative things about yourself. Yeah, if you sit there and tell yourself you're old, you will become, you'll be old. Yeah. You know, have you ever done this? You, you catch yourself saying, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Like, all the time. All the time. And then I'm like, stop saying you're tired. Right. Because you're just going to be tired. Exactly. Right? I've, I've literally had to stop and tell myself, okay, yeah. stop saying it. We know. We get it. We, we, we get yes, it. Yes. That happened to me last week. I was yeah. like, Heather, we know. Right. We know. We know you're tired. Either. We're good. Right. Yeah. It's not helping anything. It's not helping anything. Right. Yeah. So what, I guess, going one step further and going a little bit more practical, because she asks, do we have any tips on how to help her with feeling bad about her body? So we've given a couple of like, 
uh, find find good role models, yes. body role models. Find somebody who inspires you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I guess like stop trying or don't try to box yourself in into what you think beauty is. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we said before we add on like one more? Uh, dance in front of the mirror naked. Dance, definitely yes. do that. And say nice things. Yes. That's really good. Always say nice things. Reassure yourself. Mm-hmm. What's another good way to feel less bad about your body? I think, I mean, I think accepting it is the first thing. Like I said, it's with true. my eyes, 100%. it took me. The first think, time you say something out loud. Sorry God, to cut you off. No. You, you feel so much better when you acknowledge what's wrong outside. Yeah. Like verbally, not saying like something's wrong with you outside, yeah. but like verbally saying, okay, this is what I'm feeling this way. Yeah. And that's, and change the way you speak about yourself. So like you said, I'm the strongest, I'm the tallest. Yes. Think, say that in a positive way instead of a negative way, because those are positive attributes. Absolutely. I'm wondering if she's actually talked to the coach coach. Mm. and expressed her concerns, not in a group atmosphere, because I don't think that's the way to do it, but like, 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 don't take a piece of paper and go in the front and be like, guys, I don't feel good about myself in front <laughs> right. of you guys. But, like, go to the coach and say, hey, I'm feeling like this. And maybe it's just in my head. But, like, is there yeah, a way we can work on this? Or- she could probably get some research from her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sometimes. I think when I first started dancing or even, like, in cheerleading when I was young, I would always, like, the coveted spot is kind of, like, front and center, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, when people are either short or tall, you, you're on, either on the sides or in the back— did that ever affect you guys when you were coming up when you were like, oh, I'm not in the front or I'm not getting a solo? Like, did it ever affect you in a way that you were like, I'm not good enough? A little bit, not too much, but I do remember being my, I called myself a back row dancer. My mom also called me that because I was <laughs> always put in the back, you know, but during the, my adolescent years, I was in the back row. But once I got out of that, like then I shined, like yeah. then I started to become my own and all that stuff. That's why I was trying to tell her. Later, it will get better. Yeah. Once you, you know, you get out of this closed environment of sameness. You, you, only, see, you only see the, you same, only thing see the same thing every day and you're around, you know, the same and the familiar and all that stuff. It will get better if you allow it to. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I did struggle with that a little bit. Yeah. It's hard to, especially when you, I've said this some, somewhere before. I think I was maybe just talking to a friend, but like when you... Well, I was actually talking to myself. I wrote it in my journal. Great. Because I was yes. at a casting and I, there was like four other girls and we were up for this job, like a huge job that was like so exciting for me before I got there. And then I was like, oh no, when I got there, I was like, everyone here is better than me. Everyone has done more stuff than me and everyone's more confident than me right now. But like I'm being confident, but I don't know it because inside I'm dying, but outside I'm, I'm you know, acting like a normal functioning human. Mm-hmm. And I wrote in my journal, I was like, when you rate yourself against others, you're always going to come last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you would never put yourself first. Wow. If you're, if you're like, am I better than this person? Right. Like, where do I land on the scale of talent? I like, always like going to an audition or casting and you meet someone who's just like, like cool. Yeah. And like talking to you and not worried about everything else and everybody else. Yeah. There's Kinda like a place you. where you have to put on your headphones and do your work. But like when you meet someone who doesn't care about status or <laughs> if you've been in this or been in that and they really are just like a genuine person you've seen at multiple castings. Yeah. I'm like, I aspire to be like you. Yeah. You make yes. me feel really good every time I see you. I love that. It's, it, I mean, it helps me because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I could be cool at auditions. I'm, yep. Yeah, I'm nervous, but talking to people sometimes makes me feel better. Yeah. And makes me not so in my head. I love that. What, what's another? So does she need to start talking to her friends more? Like, does she feel outcasted from those girls then? 
Right. That's important too. That we need to find out if she like does she, do does she feel dis- does she feel disconnected? Yeah. That seems like that maybe that's where it could be coming from. Yeah, you need to get out of. Absolutely. I mean, that goes back to community, like really having people that you can just talk to mm-hmm. and feel comfortable with, like safe space. I just, yeah, hopefully she has uh, people outside of this dance world that she can also talk yeah. to. I think mm-hmm. having different perspectives really helps too. Yeah. Taking a step outside of yourself and like watching your friends who aren't in it and being like, how, like, how are they living their lives? Okay. Well, I mean, if they're not so worried about like these girls, that's easier said than done, but, mm-hmm. um, Definitely. Yeah. Like I'm curious if the atmosphere there is like cattiness or if those girls are making her feel that way or if it's just she's in her head and she's thinking too much about it Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, you can be really misguided by what people are thinking when really they're not even thinking twice about what's happening. Absolutely. I think that goes back to the she could even say to herself whenever she's feeling really outcasted is the room is better with me in it. Yes. Because it is. These girls couldn't get lifted without you. Hello. These. Yeah. Yeah. The the formation wouldn't look good without you because it's all it's a whole picture. Mm -hmm. It's never it's so much less what we think of in our heads that it is. Exactly. always in our heads. Yeah, it's always in our heads. But you're a good girl. Yeah. Call back in. I would love to hear. Yeah, I want to know too. Absolutely. Yeah. We got you. A little follow-up. Okay, the next section. Uh, Before we go, we have one last game, but before we get into that, I would like to know a little bit more about the breakdown of the dance career in general because I think it's so elusive for people that aren't in it or even the dancers that are in it Mm. and just don't get booked very much, Mm -hmm. but you guys are consistently working. Mm -hmm. So... I, from the beginning, like before you started working, how were you feeling? Like, how was it before you like finally broke? Like how much did you have to try and hear no? And how did you kind of pick yourself back up off the floor to get into another room? Man, it's, it takes a lot of training, training. You want to, uh, perfect your craft. And then when you start auditioning, that's another phase and another skill in itself. So you'll, you're trying to find your identity. You're trying to find how your, what your look is. You're trying to find where you fit in exactly. You know, what kind of jobs are you, you know, supposed to be doing or auditioning for? Um, and because that, that can differ from film, TV, stage, how you present yourself, you know, all, all those things. And lost my train of thought, honestly. Nice, <laughs> nice. The question was, how do you pick yourself back up when you hear no yes. all the time before yes. you've got a big break? You just have to know that you're going to hear no. It, it, yeah. It's part of it. It's hard, but you also will learn that what is for you is going to be for you, mm. no matter what it is. You know, you just do your best and prepare yourself and what's going to be for you. And it's not always going to be about your talent. That is, it's true. It's like, what do they say, 70% about your look and 30% your talent? Oh, yeah, because you'll go, people don't know this, but you'll mm -hmm. go on an audition and it's a cattle call and so they have to do, um, what is it, typecasting? So you stand stand in a line next to people from tallest to shortest Mm -hmm. and then the choreographer whispers to their assistant and they're like, I want her, I want him, I want him, I want him. And then they go and they tap you. They say, thank you, please stay. Thank you, please go. Thank you, please stay. Because you, you, they have a certain thing they're looking for, and you may not just be it. You right. could be the, the first best. couple times it sucks. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, my god. Afterwards, yeah. you're like, oh, then you'll okay. start to appreciate it though. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, it wasn't about my talent. Right. They just yes. needed a blonde. And I didn't they need, need to waste two girl. hours. Yes. I just could you come know? here and then leave. So there's so many things that I mean, experience will teach you um, what is expected in the dance industry. 
but there's just so many things that it's really just not about your talent. Mm-hmm. So that that's the hard thing actually to wrap your head around is, you know, it's it's a business as well. You know, how you look, um, who you know, um, how you carry yourself, what your reputation is and all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I mean, I don't want mine to be a super long winded answer, but it kind of is. I, (laughs) um, I like, I felt like I prepped myself really young because, um, I was really competitive and I was always dancing and I was always in competitions and I was always trying to get like Miss Teen and like all those things. And I was assisting at a young age, but I lost my dad when I was 14 years old and thank you. Thank you. Um, but I, poured myself into what I was doing so hard because it was such a great distraction for me and it was something I needed. So as hard as it was then, like I was 14 to 18 years old, like competing for all these things. And I had such high expectations because, Mm. you know, I was just like, I'm going to be Miss Teen of this. I wanted all the titles and the awards I wanted to be the best of the soloists and Mm -hmm. do that and be a an amazing hip hopper. I was always in the front, like learning the the combo so I could get seen. And mm-hmm. it never really got me what I wanted, like in that world. Oh, wow. I yeah. never was like first. I was always second. And same with I went to um, so you think you can dance season two auditions, and I made it to the top forty, not the top twenty. And like my best friend got on, and I was like devastated because I thought that was the way it was, and it was kind of like not in any way kicking me down lower. It was just like teaching me what I needed to know for when I got out here in LA and I started auditioning. Like, I just didn't really care if I won. <laughs> yeah. You know, cool. like that, I was like, that is a, yeah. I'm just like here, I got my extensions on, hanging out with my friends, <laughs> like having yes. fun, doing whatever, but also like, you know, trying to kick ass, Yeah, I guess. Is that when, like when you stopped trying to be the best, is that when things like picked up? Like, oh God, no. I mean, I still tried hard to be the <laughs> best as a dancer. Right. I mean. How many times did I go to Millennium and take class alongside Ava Bernstein, like with <laughs> Kenny and like trying to be good, Yeah, you know, not the best, but like working way too hard. You sure. know what I mean? Like you, you, harder yeah, than you I should have <laughs> at 18, yes. 19. Um, yeah. yeah. The reason I ask is because I, I remember being so disheartened by all the dance auditions and there was, I was like, I'm going to stop auditioning. But I was like, there's one last one and I'll go to it because why not? Mm-hmm. And like, usually I would like, back when I was auditioning, like it was those like studded bra tops. Yeah. Girl, like, yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my that best era. friends always had them. <laughs> that era. Oh man. Yeah. And yeah. so like, and I never had any of that. And like, I just, I didn't want to get ready. And so yeah. like, I got dressed as I would just go shopping. I had like a kind of like tattered like band tee and put ripped jeans on and converse and it was for shoot I forgot what it was for but it was um it was some like Filipino or Latin artist and mm-hmm. I was like I don't really care anymore I'm just gonna go do this thing and I didn't care about being sexy and I didn't care about really you know like mm-hmm. showing off I was like my freestyle is gonna be my normal freestyle which is not impressive and I was like fine let's do it and I did it and I booked it See? and I was like see because you love those stories <laughs> but wait I have I have a to go that? back uh, to back that up is my the first job I ever booked was the similar because I walk in a room and I was like, what am I doing here? Everybody had like fishnets and chains and things <laughs> yes. and things. It was like outfits. Yeah. I was in a wife beater and like... Did you just come from school or something Some sweatpants. Like, like yes. yes, I was 16. And Debbie Allen says to the room, she's like, y'all got too much stuff on. Yes. She said, take some of that off. She said, we're just here to dance. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, 
I was what she was looking for. Right. right. But I felt so out of place yeah. because everybody was doing, having the most. worn the most. Yeah. Oh, so I love yeah. that. The most. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a fun story. Yeah. But girl, I feel you. Yeah. See, you're just yourself and it, and it worked out. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. Oh, last job I did, I think. <laughs> what? <laughs> what piece of advice do you wish someone told you before you got into this industry? Entertainment, dance, TV, kind of all of it. I don't think I would have listened. If somebody That's what I always say too. Yeah. I wish somebody would have told me it wasn't just about my talent earlier yeah. on that I had to figure it out. Like I think I, I had, I, I didn't knew know that because I, I had didn't know best that. friends that were like not as talented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, I hope like nobody's listening and it's like, but oh my God. True. <laughs> but the, you know, maybe equally as talented, but like yeah. they did the things, they wore the things and maybe they were like, very outgoing and yeah. like made friends with people. And a lot of times at work, it's like people are friends and they mm-hmm. know the choreographer yeah. or they want to be working with this person because they're, you know, of like a quality that they have that's helpful on set. Like maybe yeah. they're really yeah. good at wrangling people or mm-hmm. I don't know, like stuff like that. Um, yeah. I, I don't think I would have listened if somebody gave me advice. Yeah. <laughs> now I would. <laughs> yeah. I love that. No, I, that's, that's what I wish. I wish they would have told me and helped me find it <laughs> right yeah yeah, yeah you always wish somebody would help yeah. you find that eventually someone did but yeah yeah no that's I think that's really good advice great okay one last question before we get into the the game do you guys have any pre-show rituals or or pre-audition rituals anything that like anytime you're nervous do you always do something whether it's like take three breaths or like do a push-up like do you do anything in order to get your head in the game I don't Usually, but for like a particular show we did, and I love to share it, um, always pray. And then we do this thing where you count down from 10 and you shake out your oh, limbs. Oh, yeah. It's the an improv exercise. Yeah. And you do your arms, your feet, and it really helps. And you get down to one. And it's just like, ah. And yeah. you, everything feels like, whew, and you're ready. I love doing that. Oh, that's love so it. good. Yeah. I did that before. Like we were doing a Mariah Carey show in Vegas and we did that every night. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I have an Apple watch, so most of the time it'll remind me to breathe. And I think oh, those nice. are the most opportune moments when I'm really needing it. Yeah. Because mm. I can tell maybe my heart rate's up or something <gasps> oh, like that. Oh, really? Oh, Is that cool. why? Yeah. So your heart rate goes up and it'll, it'll no! remind you to breathe. It'll oh, say, that's... take a minute to breathe. Oh, I love my that. gosh. Isn't that I crazy? That. It'll that tell is... you when your heart rate's off too. So a lot hey, girl, of times it's when I'm not. calm down. That's what it's telling you. I wish it was like, I could cuss and say, girl, calm down. Girl, calm down. That's so funny. Yes. Uh, but I do love at at family dinners, and I think it would be fun to do this maybe in a job at one point, is like say what you're thankful for before you do something. Yes. Like, like what are you thankful for or too, yeah. what have you loved the most about this being in this city or something yeah. like that? Because then you're just getting a chance to connect to somebody again, like I was saying in, audi- in auditions and stuff, getting yeah. to connect with somebody yeah. and seeing it from their perspective and not your own. Yeah, like ground you. Yeah. 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 I like that. Did you have any? Oh my God. No. no. I would I would breathe and I would do push-ups. I had the last performance I remember being so nervous about. Because I had like performance anxiety, like oh, okay. doctor prescribed, like Ooh. you're not okay on stage. Oh yeah, that's real. Wow. Yeah. And so I remember like hugging my boyfriend at the time years ago. I think it was like um like a carnival or something. And I was like really, really nervous. And so I was hugging him and then I was hugging him so tightly that he was like, you got to stop because you're making me nervous now. Oh. And I was like, this is not supportive. <laughs> this is not right. supportive. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. I think now it'll probably be the, the room is better with me in it. Nice. Okay. Just yes. that mantra again. 
I love that one. I do too. Okay, wrapping it up, we have a section called Tip Jar where people send in one or two word suggestions and we have to give one piece of advice using only three words. So if it was like Mm. LA parking, you'd be like check signs always Mm -hmm. or something. So we have three words only that we can use. Good reference. Thank you. (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Uh, Since we've been talking about this one a lot, we can start here with dance auditions. Three words only for dance auditions. <laughs> don't watch anyone else. Ooh. That's four, but we'll take Is it. Anyone, don't watch anyone. Oh, that's good. <laughs> don't watch <laughs> anyone. Okay. Oh, I want to like, I want to say the same. Okay. Well, I can't. It's like, it's like four, <laughs> but like not. I trimmed mine. I don't know how. <laughs> mine is. <laughs> it's the bigger picture. But oh, the bigger picture. The bigger picture. The bigger picture. Yeah. I think mine is, hmm, it's fine regardless. Yes. Yeah. Regardless. Cute. I like that. Cool. <laughs> okay, the next one is pedicures. Oh, God. Um, A must-have. <gasps> yes! Mine is going to be um, OPI bubble bath, which is a color. <laughs> I don't know. This is hard. I don't know why. I don't ever really like... That could be your answer. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That'll work. Do you have three words, tips on germophobia? Being a germaphobe or any germs in general? Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> we can allow the, the fucking because that's yes, just as extra. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> totally. Sanitize hands always. That's good. Always cute. I do like hand sanitizer. Oh, wash your hands. Right. I don't know. Yeah. So that's good. Wash your fucking hands. <laughs> oh, you said that. <laughs> well, and like because my I have kids, and so they come home from school, and so the thing is, wash your hands after school. Wash hands before you eat. Yeah. Because germs are crazy. Yep. I always, always wash, wash your hands. hands. It's gonna help you a lot. Wow. Okay. I think just yeah. to echo how intense this point is, I'm going to say, wash your fucking hands. <laughs> yes. Intense. Okay, walking around at night. <sighs> Keys in hand. Ooh. Knuckles. You do that? That's what I do. Oh, what? shoot. I should probably start doing that. I'm scared as fuck, people. Wow, I know. I know. Always stay alert. Yeah. <sighs> walking around at night. Don't be alone. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think all of those good are advice, good advice, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. agree, everyone. <laughs> and the last one is hydrating. Three words on hydrating. Drink your water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hydro flask. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something similar, but I think we'll end on that. Yes. Heather and Ava, thank you thank so you. much thank you. for being So here. much fun. Where can people find you on the internet? You guys have your podcast, The Dance Room, and then also your own social. So yes. hook you, them up. You can find me on Instagram at AvaFlave1, the number, not the word. And that's about it. You can find me on Instagram at Heather Elizabeth. That's Heather with two R's and Elizabeth at the end with two H's. It's confusing. Um, Twitter. I don't do it so much. I don't tweet. And it sucks. I'm Heather Morris TV. I wish I did. I I get on it and then I'm like, uh. Is it just like the pressure or are you like, no, I just like oh. don't care. I don't have time to be involved <laughs> in all social walks. Facebook. I can't. Facebook is not even existent, but I connected my Instagram to my Facebook so I don't even have to think about it. Oh, so if it just I goes direct. do my pictures, it just goes nice. direct. Does it have the link though, or does it have like the original media? No, I think Facebook is original media. If you connect <gasps> yeah, them, you can connect them. It makes a new page though. What? Yeah, it's a it's a different page. Yeah, but you have but to create your own business you do. page. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay. 
All right. Advice. (laughs) I'm learning so much. Guys, listen to The Dance Room. I'm going to be on it right after this. So make sure to subscribe to them. Uh, Rate both of them five stars, this one and that one. Uh, Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Share the wealth. If you guys have a sticky situation or burning concern, call us at 805-751-9071. You give us your age and we'll give you what we can at the time we can. See you next week on Just a Tip. Bye. Burning concern, I love. I love that. That's great. (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.